Cable news, noisy, boring, out of touch. That's why Salem News Channel is different. We keep you in the know. Streaming 24-7 for free. Home to the greatest collection of conservative voices like Dennis Prager, Jay Sekulow, Mike Gallagher, and more. Salem News Channel is unfiltered and unapologetic. Watch anytime, on any screen, at snc.tv and local now, channel 525. Nibbling on sponge cake Watching the sun bake All of these parrot heads covered with oil Look at you! Parrot heads, that's right. And a happy good evening, good morning, good afternoon, or wherever you're listening to the Algatulo Craft Beer Cast on AM 970, The Answer. We've got a great show for you tonight. Craft Beer guest is going to be joining me later this hour. The usual news and notes to get to, but first, how can you follow me very easily? On Twitter, at Al Gattulo, Instagram, at Gattulo, G-A-T-T-U-L-L-O, Facebook.com, slash A-G Craft via email at Albert G at NYC Radio.com, iTunes and Google Play, just do a search for A-G Craft You can find all the shows on those two platforms, Alexa Ready as well, and we're also on the Hopped Up Network. And I know. He knows. This is usually some woman's fault. <laughs> I don't know about that. A little Margaritaville from Jimmy Buffett uh, from one of his live broadcasts back in 1990. In fact, the album that actually got me in to Jimmy Buffett. We're also on the HoppedUpNetwork.com. I won't forget the plug here. Uh, just go to the HoppedUpNetwork.com. Usually Monday mornings around 5 or so, uh, the latest uh, 5 a.m., uh, the uh, latest podcast uh, from me is up, and you can download and listen to it at your pleasure. There are plenty of other podcasts on there as well that you can check out, and you certainly want to do that. Uh, the Two Brothers, the uh, uh, Selling Craft Beer, lots of other stuff, South Jersey Beer Scene, which we'll get into in our news and notes segment here in just a moment. Uh, Jimmy Buffett got a chance to see him last Tuesday. Phenomenal show. I'll review it a little bit later on in the program. Uh, also got a chance to see uh, Brian Adams and Billy Idol for the first time uh, on Saturday night. Another great show. Uh, both shows at the PNC Bank Art Center. Summertime for me is just, it's concerts, it's outdoor venues, it's hanging out with friends, good drink, food, uh, and just uh, to have a good time and hang out with friends and have uh, a lot of fun. And that to me, is the point of summer. Uh, I love indoor shows, but there's something about the summer and great weather uh, and being together with a bunch of friends, T-shirt and shorts, and just chilling. That's, that's just, uh, the summer is my, is my season. I love it. I like the spring. I like the fall when it's not getting too cold yet and it's still got that little warmth there, but summer is by far, if I had to pick a favorite of the four seasons, summer is certainly my favorite. Let's get into news and notes here on the Algatulo Craft Beer Cast on AM 970. The answer, uh, Rodenbach Brewery, uh, announced a couple of weeks ago the Rodenbach Classic uh, has undergone uh, a complete redesign, is now available in cans throughout the United States. This is interesting. They have been making this beer for well over 200 years um, and um, decided that they are going to um, do cans uh, as well as, I'm, I'm guessing as well as bottles. They're still they're maintaining the bottles, but they are uh, doing cans here. Um, to make them a little bit more portable for people. So they're going to be available exclusively in four-pack, 16.9-ounce cans, uh, a suggested retail price of eleven ninety nine, and those are out now uh, if you want to check those out. Uh, that, it's very interesting, and you're seeing a lot more breweries doing these 16.9-ounce cans or 19.2-ounce cans 
They're doing bigger cans as opposed to smaller cans. I guess this is kind of an industry trend. Uh, I noticed, you know, uh, my one of my favorite breweries down the street for me, Wet Ticket, it's 16-ounce cans. Um, Carton still does some 12-ounce cans. They're lager, this town, you know, that kind of stuff. But most of their stuff is 16-ounce cans. Uh, you're seeing a lot more brewers switch to that. Is it because they can get more in the can and charge you a little bit more? I, I don't know. I don't know the answer to that. Um, I like the 19-ounce can. Stone is doing this. A couple other brewers are doing this, too. I like that. But I don't know. A 19.2-ounce can at a um, at a concert, it's a lot to drink in one shot. Usually by the time you get down to the, you know, uh, when there's about halfway or a quarter left of the beer, it's usually warm. So it all depends. I'm not suggesting you drink it quicker. I'm just wondering if that 19.2-ounce can is smart for one person. Maybe it's one of those things where you have to split it up. Uh, and share it with somebody. I don't know. As we continue on here on News and Notes segment on the Alcatulo Craft Beer Cast on AM 970, The Answer. Heavy Seas has announced another limited-release beer. This is a called Scoops. This is from their 15-barrel brew house. This is called Scoops. It's a chocolate vanilla twist milkshake IPA. It will be out at the brewery on Friday, August 16th in four packs of 16-ounce cans and on draft. So they're combining the flavors of chocolate and vanilla. It's a milkshake IPA. Um, with lactose for a rich, creamy finish. As they say, it's an IPA lover's dessert dream come true. It's got a 5.5% ABV with an IBU of 40. It has a a bit of a a dry finish. They've used only English hops in this. Uh, So this is interesting. There's a lot, you know, obviously the milkshake, uh, milk sugar, excuse me, uh, imported cocoa nibs, just the right amount, a, a vanilla blend, uh, to make this brew silky smooth uh, deliciousness. That's what they're calling it. I have to reach out to Christine from Heavy Sea, see if I can get um, a can of this to try. It sounds very interesting. And, uh, of course, yes, it's August, and yes, pumpkin beers are out. People scream about this all the time. Why are pumpkin beers out? I saw, I, I think a few people saw them as early as July, which to me I think is a little too early. But I understand why uh, pumpkin beers need to come out in the heat of the summer because October is just around the corner. I mean, we're in August already. We're about 60 days away, a little more than 60 days away from uh, October and Oktoberfest, et cetera, et cetera. So the sooner you get your pumpkin beer out, the better. And Weyerbacher is no exception. Um, Imperial Pumpkin uh, is already available on draft and in 12-ounce cans. At Weyerbacher, you can go pick those up. They were released this weekend. Um, they say here they're Imperial Pumpkin, heartier, spicier, more caramelly and pumpkin-y. Uh, lots of pumpkin along with cinnamon, nutmeg, and a touch of cardamom and clove, giving this beer a spicy, full-bodied flavor. Now, I know there are people that just go, there's no way I'm drinking a pumpkin beer in August. And that's your prerogative. Um, there are people that will pick it up. I know Sam Adams is coming out with a pumpkin. In fact, they're sending me a pumpkin, and I believe, if I'm not mistaken, a sour they're doing. Now, I'm wondering if this sour is done by them or if this is done with dogfish head. That'll be interesting. Now, I, I, it, I'm on. I was on vacation for a couple of days, so if it was delivered, I won't get it until Monday. So I won't get a chance to try it until sometime later this week. But that'll be interesting with Sam Adams, um, with a sour beer uh, that they're putting out, and you know we'll give you a full report uh, after that. But uh, you know, I forgot to mention who the guest was on the program. I was so hyped up and getting into the news that I forgot the guest. I think that might be the first time ever in three years. So in ten minutes. The Beer Samurai is going to join me. Who is the Beer Samurai, you ask? Well, 
He is uh, a little bit mysterious, as his name would suggest, but he's very honorable. Let's put it that way. We're going to talk about beer festivals. We're going to talk about all sorts of things uh, about craft beer with the Beer Samurai. That's coming up in about 20 minutes from now. Now, our good friends over at South Jersey Beer Scene have announced South Jersey Beer Scene Brewery Tours, which is really cool. So they're taking the plunge into um, doing brew tours down in South Jersey. So if you're in South Jersey and you're looking to do a beer tour, maybe you don't want to drive to a couple of these different breweries, because let's face it, in South Jersey, some of these breweries are a few towns apart, and let's face it, you don't want to be drinking and driving. And maybe Uber or Lyft isn't the right thing for you because you don't want to add up all that expense. So here's the thing. They are going to do pickups and drop-offs from a South Jersey restaurant featuring a tour-exclusive menu and pricing post-tour. The restaurant will vary uh, depending on the tour route. A knowledgeable and fun tour guide, a safe and comfortable ride in our 12-passenger jitney, one full behind-the-scenes tour of a brewery. Now, in every brewery in Jersey, you got to take a little tour. Some are self-guided, some are uh, guided by somebody. But this one will be one full. At one of the breweries, you're going to get a full uh, behind-the-scenes tour of a brewery. You're going to be provided with water and snacks. There'll be a cooler to store your takeout purchases. There's going to be raffles and prizes. So this is really cool. So this is down in South Jersey. Uh, so here is the uh, – I'm going to give you the details of the first tour. The first tour is coming up on Saturday, September 14th, 2019. Uh, so if you're around and you want, to, you want to do this, just go to sjbeerscene.com and then click on the Beer Tours uh, link. It'll take you right there. They're going to stop at Slack Tide Brewing, Ludlam Island Brewing, Tuckahoe Brewing, and Summers Point Brewing. So if, you're been a, if you've tried any of these beers, you're a fan of them, and you want to check them out, Saturday, uh, September 14th, you just click on the, uh, the link to reserve your spot. You get all of those, you know, what I, what I told you about before, all of that is included. Uh, if you want to buy beers at any of these places, they have a cooler on the bus to keep them cold. So very cool from our folks at South Jersey Beer Scene. Um, they do a great job curating all of the news uh, around the South Jersey uh, beer scene. Uh, Tom and John uh, do a fantastic job with the website. Kudos to them. They're also on the Hopped Up Network as well. You definitely want to check them out. Um, and... Again, if you're in South Jersey and you want to do one of these brewery tours, click on it. It's Saturday, September 14th. Uh, they're going to Slack Tide, Ludlam Island, Tuckahoe, and Summers Point Brewing. Uh, it is definitely a tour you don't want to miss. And then when you're done, you know, you got your beers to take home. You're back at the restaurant. Uh, maybe you want to go grab uh, some food, and they're going to do like a little package deal there where, you know, you get some food uh, in- included in the deal in your price. Uh, I think this is a really great idea. Kudos to them uh, for putting that all together. So uh, that is very uh, very cool. And then finally, um, Alesmith did their anniversary weekend this past weekend. They released a number of different things. They had a, a, all these uh, anniversary beer releases. Uh, Alesmith, if you haven't been there um, uh, before, you definitely want to check out that Miramar Corridor of uh, San Diego. There are some great breweries there. Alesmith happens to be one of them. Uh, you don't want to, you know, again, you go to San Diego on vacation, Alesmith is one of those breweries. There's plenty of them. Stone, Alesmith, Coronado. I can't recommend Coronado enough, but Alesmith is one of those places that right along the Miramar Corridor, where you can check them out, Ballast Point, a bunch of other places, they are phenomenal. When we come back after a short break, we're going to get some more news from around the beer world. Folks, we're just getting started on this program, and it focuses on that delicious beverage made with barley and hops. This is the Alcatulo Craft Beer Cast on AM 970, The Answer. Larry Elder has a question for the media. And as I'm watching media after media after media denounce President Trump for his hateful rhetoric, I said to myself, are any of these people at all 
since they're so interested in assigning blame and demanding that people take responsibility. You ever think about looking in the mirror and saying to yourself, maybe, just maybe, we contributed to this atmosphere that we're now denouncing? The Larry Elder Show, weeknights at 7, right before Joe Walsh at 9 on AM 970. The Answer. Your life is an important one. Here at AM 970 The Answer, we want to hear how this station is making a direct and positive impact on your life. Each day, our programs and hosts enter your busy world of responsibilities and challenges, and every day it's our wish that what you hear on this station positively affects you and your family. We may be your main source of much-needed information, or we may provide you with a perspective about the world that is truthful and timely. Maybe it's giving you unique insights at just the right time. These interactions happen regularly, and we'd love for you to tell us about it. Here's what we want you to do. Visit am970theanswer.com and type in the keyword story for all the details. Then record a video message on a camera or a mobile device and share your story with us. Here's the best part. For sharing your impact story with us, you'll automatically be eligible to win a grand prize of a $1,000 gift card. So share your story today. Visit am970theanswer.com and use the keyword story for all the details, contest rules, and to submit your video. That's am970theanswer.com, keyword story. Um, excuse me. Yes! In case you haven't noticed, advertising has changed over the years. What? Now, there's digital. You need Salem Surround. When a customer does a search, do they find your business or the competition? Is your business's contact information accurate and everywhere it should be on the web? How about the right tools to turn visitors into leads? Contact Salem Surround for a free evaluation of your digital presence. Learn more at surroundnewyork.com. Surroundnewyork.com. Connecting you with new customers. Every child deserves a quality education. That's why NJEA members, teachers, and educational support professionals are proud to partner with parents to provide students with the support they need to be successful in school and in life. NJEA knows that when families and schools work together, our children are the winners. And our commitment to students is paying off. Did you know that according to some national publications, New Jersey schools lead the country in student achievement and giving children the chance to succeed? And our high school graduation rate is among the top in the nation. The College Board also reports that New Jersey students have the highest advanced placement scores in the nation. Go to NJEA.org to learn more about the great things happening in New Jersey's public schools. This message, sponsored by the New Jersey Education Association, the New Jersey Broadcasters Association, and this station. Listen to Joe Piscopo in the morning, weekdays at 6, Mike Gallagher at 10, on AM 970, The Answer. Welcome back to the Alcatulo Craft Beer Cast on AM 970, The Answer. I stepped on the post there. Little Brian Adams, Cuts Like a Knife. Uh, we've got a, a really great show for you tonight. The Beer Samurai is going to be joining me in just about 10 minutes from now. Who is the Beer Samurai? You and I are going to find out in just a little bit. And uh, In this segment, instead of doing our traditional uh, news and notes, I wanted to give a couple of reviews to some things that I had been to over the last couple of weeks. First off, uh, you could follow me on Twitter at Al Gattulo. 
Instagram at Catullo. That's G A T U L O. Facebook.com slash A G Craft Beer Cast. Via email at Albert G at NYC Radio.com. And iTunes and Google Play, uh, A G Craft Beer Cast. You just do a search for that. You can listen to the shows on those two platforms. Alexa Ready as well. And we are also available on the Hopped Up Network. Just go to thehoppedupnetwork.com. And on Monday mornings, usually before 6 a.m., you will uh, get the full podcast. Uh, right on there, and you can download it and listen to it at your leisure, however you listen to your podcasts. So a couple of events uh, that I went to uh, over the last several weeks that I really wanted to review, and um, one of them was an event that was actually canceled because of weather. We had that uh, really bad heat wave in the tri-state area a couple of weeks ago uh, where Friday, Saturday, Sunday, it was, you know, heat indexes were well over 100 degrees so um, the Cheers for Chester event was supposed to take place. Our good friend Allison um, uh, was throwing this event. Allison throws all these great events in and around the state of New Jersey, um, food truck festivals, all different types of things. She does a great job. So turning out that it was going to be well over 100 degrees, and the park where she had it at in Chester, there's really no shade. There's like a real big couple of trees at the front of the park uh, and a kind of a little gazebo, kind of pavilion kind of thing for the band uh, to play, which is shaded. Uh, but for the most part, there's no shade there. So uh, clearly people would have been dropping like fr- uh, like flies. You're adding alcohol to the mix, et cetera, et cetera. So she moved the event to the following weekend. Now, the following weekend was the Balloon Festival over in uh, Salzburg, in Salzburg, uh, Salzburg, New Jersey? Is it Salzburg Airport? Whatever it is, out in, uh, in Huntington County. So... Um, didn't get that great of a turnout. I mean, it was a decent turnout. You know, there were people there. I, I, I can't, I don't know, maybe uh, maybe 200 people, I think. I don't know. I really wasn't doing a count. But anyway, long story short, my wife and I go to the event. Uh, part of the reason was because uh, Scott Wells from Bolero Snort had stickers for me for his new beer, uh, <laughs> which was hysterical because my wife says to me, this is this – is, this is, folks, if you're not married or you are married and you're in a relationship, this is part of the reason why you do th- do the things that you do. So, uh, and I'm, I'm having a, a hard time because, again, my eyesight is, is starting to go a little bit, my, my uh, close-up eyesight. But anyway, um, <laughs> Bolero came out with a new beer, and it's called Hop on Toro. And on the front of it, on the can art, is uh, a Volkswagen... Um, a minivan, you know, the old school ones from back in the 60s. So anyway, my wife saw this on, on Instagram. Uh, I, 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 you know, they have bumper stickers. So I, I, long story short, and this is way too long of a story to get around why we went to Cheers for Chester. Uh, so we, um, I contact Scott. He says, yeah, I got bumper stickers. Are you coming to the event tomorrow? I said, no, I wasn't planning on it. Hey, reach out to Allison. Maybe you can go. So I reach out to Allison. She says, absolutely. would love to have you and your wife come up. We got tickets. Just come to the gate. Okay, great. So we go. And it's mostly Jersey breweries. There's a, couple of, there's a bunch of national ones as well, but it's a lot of Jersey breweries. There was wine there, uh, hard seltzer, uh, you know, a lot of different things. Very cool event. Uh, the band was great. Food trucks were out there, only a couple, but still, it was a nice, and it turned out to be a nice day. So we had a great time. We got to sample a lot of different um, uh, beers, ran into an uh, elementary school buddy of mine, and uh, him and his uh, fiance, and we had a great time uh, with Jerry and Christine. And so we enjoyed ourselves, right? What a great event. I really enjoyed it, and I think I enjoyed it because of the fact that the crowd was not huge. Now, I know for people that run festivals, that's not a great thing. But for somebody like me 
who doesn't like major, major crowds. There's some events. Look, you know you know it's going to be crowded. Atlantic City Beer Music Fest, uh, the Great American Beer Festival, those types of things. Of course there's going to be crowds, right? So um, I really enjoyed the fact that there wasn't a lot of people there, that you could go up. There wasn't a big line for every beer. Uh, got to chat with a number of, of Jersey breweries. Uh, Matt from Untied. Got to meet the guys from Jersey Cyclone. Um, you know, just, it it was a lot of fun. It was just enjoyable, uh, to be able to walk around and the beers were really good. It was a great event. It was a nice day. It was a lot of fun. Um, our next guest, the beer samurai was also at that event. He's going to tell us why he doesn't like to be a patron. He likes to be the guy pouring the beer as opposed to walking around and sampling the different beers. Now I've never poured in an event, so I don't really know it from the other side, but I can understand why um, he feels the way he does, and we'll get into it with him in the next segment, and you may agree with him, and you may disagree with him. But the Cheers for Chester event, Allison, thank you. Um, just a fantastic event. She's doing another event. She's doing events like almost every weekend. Uh, but uh, she's doing an event in November, Westfield Hops. They're going to be back in Westfield, New Jersey again at the Armory. I think it's Saturday, November 2nd. I just want to get the date right on that because um, – that is an event that I will definitely be at. Why? Because it's one town over from where I live, and it's very convenient for me to get to. Yes, Saturday, November 2nd. It's probably one session, probably 6 to 10 or something like that. As soon as I get more details on it, I will pass it along to you. It's a lot of fun. The armory's great, and the weather will be perfect for it. Usually if it's too hot, those armories get very, very hot, uh, but um, not uh, in this particular case. Uh, it's going to be a great time. Now, uh, the other event that I went to here is we're here on the Algatulo Craft Beer Cast on AM 970, The Answer. So Source Brewing opened uh, the Saturday uh, before this past one. And um, we had been talking with the guys, uh, with Phil and, um, um, oh, God, I'm, is it Greg? I think it's Greg. I, forgive me if I'm, and, and uh, talked with Jeremy, the brewer. Uh, had a great time. So Source Brewing is located right next to Delicious Orchards in uh, Colts Neck, New Jersey. Brand new Jersey brewery. They recon- they converted this farmhouse, uh, kept the silos and stuff. It really looks like, from the outside, if you didn't know it was a brewery, you'd think it was just a farmhouse that was restored. Um, so they had a private event uh, over uh, several days uh, for friends and family, for uh, New Jersey Craft Beer Club members and stuff. So I went down there on, uh, on a Wednesday night a couple of weeks ago, just a couple of days before they opened, and uh, went with Scott from Bolero. Let me tell you something. Uh, in this day and age now, when you're opening a brewery, the key is to have really good beer right at the start. If your beer isn't good, if your beer isn't cutting it right off the bat, if you don't have, like, let's say you have eight beers that you're coming out with and at least half of them are not good, you're going to have a lot of trouble getting people to come back to your place. Bottom line, because the competition is so thick because everybody is competing for dollars, and there is still a ton of room um, for improvement in New Jersey and for expansion. You know, remember, New Jersey only has uh, uh, just a little over 100 breweries that are operating right now. It's not like New York that has over 500. It's not like Pennsylvania that has, uh, you know, twice the amount that New Jersey does. It's a big difference. So your beers better be good when you come out of the box. Well, I'm here to tell you, Source Farmhouse Brewing, their beers are fantastic right out of the box. Part of it is the, the, the intricacies, the detail that the guys have put forth. But Jeremy the Brewer, who used to brew for Carton, knows what he's doing, and he's nailing it. I had the Pilsner to start. 
It was outstanding. Uh, moved on to their New England IPA, hazy, a little bit of juice, delicious. Not super juicy, but good. Really, really good. Uh, had their uh, Russian Imperial Stout. That was the one beer that I enjoyed, but I wanted more punch out of it. And it was already a high ABV. But I would have liked it to give you a, me a little bit more of a punch in the mouth uh, when I drank it. That's the only thing maybe they could improve just a hair. Just a hair, right? And then finished it off with a Hellas Lager, which was outstanding. I'm telling you, when I can drink four beers from a place and my only nitpicking is just that the, the stout should be a little bit stronger, let me tell you something. They're doing things right. This is a beautiful farmhouse. Lots of room to sit. They're, um, they've made it beneficial to kids. I don't know how you feel about kids at a brewery. Uh, I think that there should be set hours for kids uh, for kids and families, and then the rest of the time should be adult time. There are a lot of people that disagree with me on that, people that say, no, it shouldn't. kids shouldn't be in there at all. But having been to a number of breweries around the country, I can understand why people bring their kids. I won't get into that uh, right now, but maybe we'll get into that with the Beer Samurai coming up in our next segment. Uh, but they have a beautiful space where you can sit and relax. You have uh, an upstairs with couches that you can hang out. There's an outside deck on the second floor with cushions that you can sit out and look at the uh, uh, the orchard. They have tables outside on the ground floor. Plenty of space where you can drink and walk around. There's a distillery in front of the building uh, where they're going to have food trucks there and stuff. The distillery has food trucks from time to time. Folks, Source Farmhouse Brewing in Colts Neck, New Jersey is a fabulous place. Kudos to Phil and his crew for putting this together. It is great. I cannot wait to go back there. They're open Tuesday through Sunday, noon to 10 p.m. That's right. Tuesday through Sunday from noon to 10 p.m. They want to capitalize on people that are coming to Delicious Orchards. They know that in the fall it's going to be busy. Uh, so if, you ha- if you're down in that Colts Neck area um, in, uh, uh, down in New Jersey, in the central part of New Jersey, as you're heading towards the shore, get off at exit 114, take the ride on Route 34. You will not be disappointed with this. Source Farmhouse Brewing is doing a great job, and I cannot wait to get back there uh, and sample some more of their delicious beers. Now, when we come back after a short break, the Beer Samurai is going to join me. Mysterious. Yes, I know. That's how I like it. This is the Algatulo Craft Beer Cast on AM 970, The Answer. News, opinion, passion. This is AM 970, The Answer. It's fair and 74 degrees. What's going on? We have the answer. The owner of a new city product testing company is facing wire fraud charges. The U.S. Attorney's Office says Gabriel Letizia, executive director of AMA, was arraigned on Friday for wire fraud and conspiracy for his involvement in a scheme to defraud companies by reporting false lab results. From 1987 through April of 2017, he directed employees to test products on fewer panelists than a number companies had specified should be tested. AMA allegedly sent fraudulent reports to the companies saying they had tested products on the correct number of panelists. And police are searching for a man wanted in connection with a bagel store robbery in Queens. The suspect allegedly broke through a window at Hot Bagels on 31st Street early Saturday morning before taking off with $5,000 in cash. The man was last seen wearing a light-colored shirt and shorts. Anyone with information is asked to call the NYPD's Crime Stoppers hotline. And J.D. Salinger's books are going digital. The author's classic novel, Catcher in the Rye, as well as three other novels by the late writer, will be published as e-books for the first time. It's part of a push by Salinger's son, Matt Salinger, to bring 
Salinger's work to a wider audience. Matt is also allowing his father's archives to be displayed in the New York Public Library. The over 160 items on display will include the typescript of The Catcher in the Rye filled with handwritten edits. The public exhibition will also include letters and personal photos. In sports, well, the Mets fell to the National 7-4 this afternoon, and the Yankees did beat the Toronto Blue Jays. Traffic delays, we have a closure due to a crash on 1-9 and over by the covered roadway. Traffic is stopped from Park Avenue South. GWB looks good in and out on the upper and lower levels. Holland and Lincoln tunnels remain a good ride inbound as well as outbound. Weather for tonight, clear skies with a low around 66 degrees. Mostly sunny for your Monday with a high near 85. Now you know what's going on. I'm Amy Salerno on AM 970, The Answer. Hi, it's Joe Piscopo. You have helped build MyPillow into the amazing company that it is today. Now Mike Lindell, the inventor and CEO of MyPillow, wants to give back to my listeners. You can get great discounts on all MyPillow products if you go to MyPillow.com right now and click on the radio listeners specials. Get deep discounts on MyPillow's mattress toppers, bed sheets, and so much more. For example, the body pillow is regularly $89.99, but with the promo code AM970, it's only $29.99. Remember, all my pillow products come with a 60-day money-back guarantee and a 10-year warranty. Just go to mypillow.com and click on the radio listeners specials and get deep discounts on all my pillow products, including the body pillow for only $29.99. Enter promo code AM970 or call 800-651-0798 for these great radio specials. 800-651-0798. Listen to us anywhere. TuneIn.com, iHeartRadio.com. Get the app at AM970TheAnswer.com. Welcome back to the Algatulo Craft Beer Cast on AM 970 The Answer. Follow me on Twitter very easily at Algatulo, Instagram at Gatulo, G A T U L O, Facebook.com slash AG Craft Beer Cast, Google Play and iTunes. Just do a search for AG Craft Beer Cast or just say to your Amazon ready device, Alexa, I want to hear the Algatulo Craft Beer Cast on AM 970 The Answer. And bingo, you can hear the Craft Beer Cast right from there. Or jump over to the hoppedupnetwork.com. Uh, every Monday before 6 a.m., and you will hear the latest podcast uh, from me, which is happens to be this show that we're recording right now. You'll be able to hear it on the Hopped Up Network, and of course, there'll be a link there to the other shows uh, as well over at the, at the HoppedUpNetwork.com. Now, my guest on the program, he is as honorable as his name suggests, the Beer Samurai. Now, we met at an event in Morristown a few months back and hit it off. We were both judges at this particular event. We had a great time there. He's got some great knowledge about the craft beer scene. And for more info and and other things about life and having to do with drinking as well, and for more info, check out his page on Facebook at The Real Beer Samurai. So let me welcome onto the Craft Beer Cast for the first time, The Beer Samurai. Samurai, are you there? Hey, Al, thank you. What a, what a wonderful introduction there. Well, I appreciate I appreciate you jumping on. A little overblown, but hey, I'll take it. <laughs> now, my friend, before we get to the mystery of your name, you recently posted a piece uh, on your page at the Beer Samurai about why you enjoy pouring for festivals as opposed to being a patron at them. Now, why is that? Well, if I remember correctly, it was a six-part piece, right? Yes. <laughs> like six points on there. I think the first one was really just, you know, 
you know, my age, you got to budget stuff. So the cost, you get some of these, some of the um, festivals get pretty expensive, especially right. the good ones. Yes. You know, the ones, the ones that aren't, you know, don't turn into circuses. Mm-hmm. That's true. You know, and also, but as you can see, you know, we just we just saw each other recently at another right. festival. That's right. It's that camaraderie, the camaraderie amongst all the uh, the brewery employees. Right. You know, I think I wrote that it's kind of like a dysfunctional fac- uh, family that likes to hang around together. Exactly. But that's the cool thing. See, right. but that's the cool thing about it being, it sounds like it really is a dysfunctional family, but it's really not because... The, all the breweries, listen. Let, let's face it; they're in it to make money, right? They're in it to, for that for that yep. piece of the pie and that piece of Americana that everybody, you know, back when the the United States was first settled, they want that, you know, that piece of the pie. So, what happens if some brewery is having a problem with something? Maybe they don't have enough hops, or there's a you know an accident happens and their brewery you know burns down or whatever it is. All of the other people in the in the in the community, after they laugh at Scott and Bob for you know Bolero, but you know we we'll get to that later. Well, yeah, I, I got the little reference there. That's what made me laugh. <laughs> but but, but, but what it, what's great is is that everybody pulls together and helps one another out, and that's the cool thing about it, right? Well, if you I don't know if you've ever seen the picture of when Gretchen Smith Hausler first mashed in down at Little Dog. No, there's I, like I five haven't. Five different. Oh, there's five different breweries represented on her mash in. Wow. I know that. I know Augie and Mike Kane were there, and I know Dave from Climax was there. Flying Fish was represented. I think there's one or two others, but it was just a great shot just to show you how collaborative the craft beer world is and how everyone supports each other. Exactly. And that's, that's to me, that's, that's one of the best things about it, and that's why I love it. Now, Dave, you've been to many festivals. You've poured for lots of different breweries, and it was great to see you a couple of weeks ago uh, at Allison's event up in Chester. In your opinion... What do you think is the biggest mistake that a brewer can make at one of these events? Not understanding the the event itself and the, the time period it's in. Like in the, the heat of the summer, bringing like a huge barley wine or something like that. Not a lot of people want to drink that when it's you know ninety five degrees outside. Right, right. So and a- then you also have well, you also have like um, some of those. Uh, events, unless it's specifically an IPA event where everyone has brought an IPA, or not all that's all they have are IPAs. Right. By the end of the day, your, your palate's just destroyed. Yeah, exactly. And I know that hop culture does some of those things, like or um, not hop culture. It's uh, a beer advocate, I think, is doing an all IPA event. So obviously, if you're into that, you, yeah, you're, in you're going to gravitate to go. To it. Yeah. Right. So, yeah. I, okay. So that so so actually so reading the seasons and figuring out what the best beer is to bring at these particular events to knock it out. Uh, we're talking with the beer samurai here on the Algatulo Craft Beer Cast on AM nine seventy. The answer. That's right. He's the beer samurai. Check him out. Check out his page right over on Facebook at the Real Beer Samurai. So let's get into it. How did you obtain the name Beer Samurai? Was it your love of all things Japan, like Sapporo beer, or something else? <laughs> actually, believe it or not, it was. My love of all things Star Wars is what came about. Oh. Believe it or not, there is a connection here. Okay. Um, when I first got into Facebook, when I first got into Facebook, mm-hmm. my um, friends and family were worried about all the beer posts that I was putting up there, and I think they were actually planning an intervention or something. <laughs> so that like I realized, my mom. <laughs> right? <laughs> realized I had to take some of the stuff off my, what we call back then, the, the wall, off my right, wall. Right, What they call it the feed now. But um, right. So what I did is I created another profile um, called, and I wanted the Beer Jedi. Okay. 
But after some research, I found out, well, Beer Jet, I was taken already. Mm-hmm. So I didn't want to have to give that up if I, you know, started using it. But also knowing that Lucas had modeled the uh, Jedi after the Samurai, I tried Beer Samurai. And when I did research, the only thing that came up as Beer Samurai was, oh, some dude in, I think, a natty, a whole bunch of natty light boxes to strapped to him to make him look like a Samurai. I'm like, yeah, well, he doesn't count. Right. Um, right. <laughs> So I, so I took the name, and it was really just a lark, and it actually became, became something. It, it almost took on a life of its own. I mean, beer samurai is, the beer samurai is much cooler than, than Dave Fishon is. I'll tell you that right <laughs> now. <laughs> He's liked a lot better. Well, Dave Fishon, I mean, beer samurai. We can call you either or here. Um, what, either or. You, you mentioned uh, Natty Light. What's your take on the whole Natter Day thing? I noticed that some of the... The beer pages, everybody's posting about Natter Days. And I've uh, honestly, I've not tried it. I, I don't want to try it. It's not something for me that that's worth, you know, wasting the calories on or whatever. What, what's your take on that whole thing? I have seen posts on it. I've seen memes on it. I have not tried it. I'm really not interested. I'm not interested in a lot of like the the waves that come about like that. Right, right. Um. You know, some of these ways are here to stay. Like, you know, at first, everyone thought the New England IPA was going to be something that would go away quickly. Yeah, but no, no Hayes Boys rule. Um, I've not tried it. Uh, and and I certainly I certainly won't try it. Even if somebody gives me a can, I'd probably just just pass on it and say, yeah, whatever. I mean, if you enjoy it, then that, then that's your thing. But um, another thing I wanted to ask you about, uh, Dave, what is your take on children at tap rooms? This always seems to cause a big debate amongst beer drinkers. Uh, what side uh, are you on the, on the fence here? Having kids come to tap rooms or not? I love it, and I love dogs in tap rooms too. The I think one of the issues we've always had in this country, as far as you know, our struggles with alcoholism and addiction is that we, we stigmatize dr- alcohol and drinking. Mm-hmm. Whereas in Europe, they don't have as much of a problem with it because it's not stigmatized. It's, it's, it's more of a family event. They go, they're used to it. Um, right. You know, my kids, with my kids, when they were younger, they saw me drinking something they were interested in, I'd give them a taste. Okay. They didn't like it and they won't touch it now. <laughs> right, right. You know, and these these things are these places are so social. It's it's funny because we see all these breweries opening in New Jersey now. What have we we passed the century mark yet? I know uh, yeah, I think we are. I think we're just a little over a hundred breweries that are operating right now. Yeah, just recently because I know the source just opened. Muckrakers opened soon. Yep. Um, so I know that I think that pushed us over a hundred. And everyone, you know, keeps saying, "Well, what's the saturation? We can't keep opening these." But if you remember, there was a time where every town in Europe had its own brewery. Fair point. And it was the sole hub. Mm-hmm. That's true. You know, That's... Well, it's actually Germany. Yeah. Oh, oh, no, of course, of course, Germany. It's it's interesting. People go nuts over here in New Jersey, or even in New York, and and other places around the tri-state when the kids are in the tap rooms. Me, I'm kind of like, listen, as long as the kids are behaved. And it's not uh, my my issue is if the parents come in and let the kids run around and there's no control over the children and they're sitting there and they're busy drinking, then I have a problem with it because it's listen if your kids are behaved and nothing's really going on, I, I'm I'm fine with it as long as I'm not being bothered by it. And I have a child; he's going to be 16 uh, in another month. I, I'm fine with it. I noticed when I was in San Diego with my wife a couple of years ago, 
this was the norm. People were bringing their kids in, you know, babies or whatever. They're out for a Friday night to have a beer or two, and it, it didn't seem to intrude on me uh, in, in any way, shape, or form. We're talking with the beer samurai or Dave Sishan uh, here on the Alcatulo Craft Beer Cast on AM nine seventy. The answer for more info, uh, you can check out his page on Facebook at the Real Beer Samurai. So we're, we're talking about New Jersey, Dave, and about uh, the Brewers. This is the last question from me. Do, what What do you think? Uh, or is the New Jersey alcohol beverage control uh, doing wrong in the state of New Jersey when it comes to breweries, or are they doing the right thing with all these new rules? Uh, that is a loaded question. There's We've had, what, three changes in the rules mm-hmm. in the past six, seven years? Right. Um, I think six years. We had the, the one that Christy signed into law, which which helped things, and that really opened it up, and that that caused the boom that we're seeing. Right, that was 2012, Um, right. Right. Yeah, that was right before, that was, you know, shortly after Kane and Carton, because Kane and Carton, they they did it, became popular before the law changed. Right. Then the law got changed, and we saw this boom, which which was wonderful. So that that was a godsend. The ABC, there's so many schools of thought here as to what's good, what's bad, and, you know, there's the restaurant lobby involved in it, and I think they're short-sighted. They, I think they need to be a little more in collaboration with the breweries, go hand-in-hand, hand, create create more of an atmosphere of, um, you know, destinations. Right. You can do that where people will go to, a de- go to one place because there's three or four breweries right in the area and some great restaurants that carry those beers. It's, instead, it's, it's a clash, and you've got too much special interest involved in making these rules. Yeah, I, I mean, it's it's to me, it's all a lobbyist thing. And if these guys actually yep. work together, and some of the breweries do work with the restaurants in their towns and and work together, I, I think it's beneficial for everybody. I, I, I my feeling is that Absolutely. it's going to end up being legislated, which I, I in some ways I think is the right thing to do. Make clear cut. Here's what you can do. Here's what you can't do. It's a law. It's on the books. It's not kind of subject to you know ambiguity and kind of well, we'll do this until we can get away with it, and then we'll we'll scream about it if we can, or we'll do it and then oh, we can't do. Oh well, we got to complain. I, I would prefer to see a law on the books that says this is what you can do, this is what you can't do, and 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 go from there. But you're right. I think it's it's more the restaurants needing to work with the breweries to kind of give it hand in hand because then both of you win you both gain from from the exposure you both make money it's to me it, to me it's simple but for them it's like rocket science the restaurant people but the interesting thing the important thing i'm sorry the important thing about it is that yes legislate it but legislate it to the will of the people right not to the will of the lobbyists oh yeah, 100% or lawmakers yeah, the lawmakers, you know, stay out of the pockets. Listen to your constituents. Exactly. Most people you talk to, they want to see this because it, it what it is the fastest growing industry in the in the state right now. Exactly, and and it's creating jobs and revenue and taxes. Murphy is screaming about that we need more revenue in this in the state of New Jersey, and yet here you are trying to stifle a business that is trying to bring revenue into the state. It makes zero sense to me uh, why they are not trying to help the brewers as opposed to, to hindering it. My, my guest has been the Beer Samurai, Dave Cishan, uh, here on the Alcatulo Craft Beer Cast on AM 970, The Answer. Check out his Facebook page. It's a lot of fun. It's at The Real Beer Samurai. He's a great guy. And Dave, thanks so much for giving me a few minutes uh, on the Craft Beer Cast tonight. Very much appreciate it. Hey, thanks for having me on. Al's always great talking with you. You got it, Dave. We'll see you soon. Up next, it's time for Suds and Duds, right here on the Algatulo Craft Beer Cast on AM 970 The Answer.
Maybe you'd like to know what exactly Relief Factor is. It was created by doctors. It's a 100% drug-free supplement with four key ingredients that simply help your own body deal with the natural inflammatory response that it has. It's easy to swallow, four little capsules in each packet, like the packet that I carry with me at all times. Three packets a day for a week, then two packets a day for two weeks, and I have just described the three-week quick start. And you will know in three weeks, that's the beauty of it, whether it works. They don't drag you on. That costs just $19.95. There's a very good chance that a very serious percentage of my listeners suffer from some sort of muscular or joint pain. You should try this for $19.95. That's all you can lose. If it works, they will send it to you automatically. If it doesn't work, tell them not to send any shipments. And it's as simple as that. It is all at relieffactor.com. I've been using it for years now. Relieffactor.com. Um, excuse me. Yes. In case you haven't noticed, advertising has changed over the years. What? Now there's digital. You need Salem Surround. When a customer does a search, do they find your business or the competition? Is your business's contact information accurate and everywhere it should be on the web? How about the right tools to turn visitors into leads? Contact Salem Surround for a free evaluation of your digital presence. Learn more at surroundnewyork.com. Surroundnewyork.com. Connecting you with new customers. There is a tale that the island people tell Don't know if it is true, but I love it so well Shalimon sings for his supper every night People fed him well, cause he treated them so right Oh, yeah. That's what I'm talking about. Final segment of the Alcatulo Craft Beer Cast on AM 970, The Answer. A little uh, Jimmy Buffett and Jolly Mon Singh. Boy, he was great this past Tuesday night. First time I ever got a chance to see Jimmy Buffett in concert live. It did not disappoint. You want to talk about um, how to describe it. It's, um, It's one big party with people dressed with Hawaiian shirts and everybody's just having a good time. The drinks are flowing. The food is uh, being consumed. The music is playing. Uh, it was uh, a hot and humid day. We had some thunderstorms roll through the area. But, you know, you don't let the rain disappoint a concert either. Uh, Jimmy is just, he's, he's phenomenal. The guy's great. Finally, I'm so glad I got a chance to see him. Uh, absolutely did not disappoint. Um, you know, and a special thanks um, to my good friend Ian O'Malley, uh, who works at another radio station here in New York. Uh, Ian and I used to work together back uh, years ago at uh, WNEWFM, the place where Rock lived for a very long time. Uh, but he works at the other rock station in town now, the classic rock station. And um, he sent me a message last weekend uh, basically saying, hey, you shouldn't have to park five miles away. Uh, after dealing with your cancer and all this other stuff. And I hate, I, I don't ask for favors from people. I don't ask for things because it's just not in my nature uh, to do so. And um, I, totally out of the blue, and this is something that Ian does all the time, um, he made a call, got uh, a VIP parking pass for me, got put on a list, uh, so I was able to pull right up to the building, um, and got me into the VIP tent, um, to have a couple of beers uh, with some of my friends before the show. 
That was very nice of him. Did not have to do that. And Ian, thank you, my friend. I, I owe you one. I owe you some beers and some good conversation and some laughs very soon. So, uh, you know, maybe a Saturday night when you're in the city, uh, we definitely have to get together and um, and do that and uh, have a couple of beers and some laughs and uh, chat about concerts and all kinds of other things. It's been a long time since I've uh, since I've seen Ian, and uh, we certainly have some stories to tell. So uh, there you go. So thank you, Ian. I very much appreciate it. And, of course, concert last night, uh, Saturday night, Billy Idol and uh, Brian Adams. Phenomenal. I'll have a little bit of a review on that um, on next week's program. But let's get into suds and duds, as always. Uh, a couple of different beers that I've had over the last several weeks. Plenty that I had during the concert circuit, uh, the last two concerts that I went at. We'll talk about those uh, next on next week's program. But uh, Bolero Snort came out with their new Hop on Toro, uh, which is cool. The the um, the can art is great. It's a Volkswagen uh, bus, little minivan bus. And um, so excited my wife was because this beer was coming out that she wanted stickers that we ended up at Allison's event that I mentioned uh, earlier in the program, Cheers for Chester, just to get some bumper stickers and, of course, try some great uh, local and national beer. This one wasn't on tap there, but I was able to pick up a, a, a four-pack of this. This is really nice. Bitter slightly on the back end, a little bit of juice. Uh, the sweetness is in there. This is really good. I uh, had this for IPA Day. Uh, about a week or so ago. This is an excellent beer. Again, it, it's it's funny. For two guys who don't really like IPAs, um, Scott doesn't drink IPAs, um, and I, I don't think Bob drinks IPAs either. They make some really good IPAs. And Bolero's got some great stuff coming down uh, the pipe uh, coming up. Their brewery is finally going to open over in Karlstadt. Uh, actually, next week... I'm going to get a little uh, tour of the facility. Obviously, it's not done yet, but uh, I'm going to put a hard hat on and go in and see how the construction is going and um, the update on what's happening and how close they are to opening. They're still a few months away. I mean, they're they're looking probably by the end of this year. I would be very shocked um, if they got everything up and running by October. I think late November, December is more likely, but, you know, I'll have a look at the construction next week, and then on the following week's program, I'll give you an update on uh, on what's going on. But the guys just continue to crank it out with some great, great beers. Uh, as we move on here in our Suds and Duds segment on the Algatulo Craft Beer Cast on AM 970, The Answer, uh, from Woodstock Brewing, my neighbor Greg um, has a house up in Livingston Manor, and um, he brings me home some beers from time to time. Uh, from things, you know, that maybe I can't get to. So he was over by Roscoe Beer, uh, because Roscoe is one exit away from him, and I've been to that brewery. It's a really nice brewery. If you're into that kitschy uh, kind of log, uh, kitschy kind of fishing cabin type of feel, this is the place to go. The beers are very good. They actually have um, self-serve taps as well, which I think is great, and there's food in there. But it's a very much like a, a, a fishing cabin uh, kind of experience, but it's a nice little place. But anyway... Um, he brought me from Woodstock Brewing, super pixelated. This was really good. Bitter, good hop. It was a pleasure to drink. Um, this is not, you know, a juice bomb or anything like that by any stretch of the imagination. Pretty much a straightforward um, IPA. Really, really nice. I enjoyed this. I'd love to try some other stuff from Woodstock Brewing. Um, th- this was this was really good. Now, in my opinion. Uh, they have, uh, there are a number of different breweries. New Belgium comes to mind. I can't think of a few others, but there are a lot, some breweries that have used tangerine, uh, in beers. And I have found, and I'm a big, I love tangerine, the fruit. I like the sweetness. I like the, the small size of it, but I also like the sweetness that comes out of it. And I like oranges, but I like tangerines a little bit more because of the sweetness of it. Right. So 
I, I find that the beer, breweries that have done uh, tangerine in beers seem to miss the mark. I don't know if it's too acidic. I don't know if it's um, a question of they, they, they're putting tangerine in, but it kind of converts to orange. I, I don't know. I, it's, it's weird. I don't really know how to explain it. But for some reason, or, or the taste is just artificial. I just don't get enough of what I need uh, out of it. But Yacht Shake Tangerine by Icarus is, in my opinion, the best use of tangerine by far. The lactose and vanilla are perfectly placed in this beer. And so, yes, it is very much a milkshake IPA. But the tangerine really shines in this because, and maybe it's because of the lactose and vanilla that kind of mutes the acidity. And so you get the, the, the flavor of the tangerine without, you know, other things, you know, mucking it up. It is fantastic. I am so glad that I found a four-pack of this at, at my local liquor store, uh, Wine Anthology in Clark, New Jersey. Uh, perfectly priced. Uh, you know, just an excellent, excellent beer. I still have a couple of cans. Actually, no, I don't have any more cans left. I wish I had saved one, but, you know, it's that good a beer that I enjoyed it. And, and again, the fact that they use tangerine in such a great way uh, where I didn't notice... You know, I, I noticed nothing but tangerine, which is the which is the whole point of when you're putting different flavors into beer. You want to taste that flavor, but not have it overpower uh, the rest of the beer. Yacht Shake Tangerine is by far uh, the best use of tangerine that I've ever had. Is it the best beer that Icarus has made? No, probably not. Um, but it is still uh, a phenomenal beer. Um, it, it's just excellent. Then I had a, a Blind Sight Citra Plus Galaxy by Brick City. These guys, I, I said this before, the, the guys at Brick City are killing it. I'm going to be over at the brewery uh, later this coming week uh, with a few friends. We're starting at Bricks, and then we're moving on. We're going to Bricks, Almentry. Um, I think we're going to try and hit Hackensack and then end up at Ghost Talk Brewing because Rutz Hut is right across the street and grab a couple of hot dogs. So uh, definitely want to you know check that out. But anyway, Bricks is killing it. This was a great beer, Juicy. Uh, pine, a little pineapple flavor in there. Uh, just, I can't wait to get back over to Bricks and try a bunch of their different beers. Maybe I'll pick up some cans to take home as well. They're just Bricks is just doing a phenomenal job. Had a third anniversary by uh, Zigmeister um, uh, over at my favorite place to eat, uh, Paragon Tap and Table. Hazy and juicy for days. Nice subtle bite at the back end of this. This is just a great beer. The guys at Zig are doing a fantastic job. Um, and uh, my wife likes the uh, brewer's uh, dog. Very nice dog that we saw at Cheers for Chester a couple of weeks ago. So she's a big fan of the dog, so I'm trying to convince her, hey, let's go over to the brewery. They're in Hackettstown. We'll check them out. You know, maybe. Uh, we'll see. I'm just, again, like I said, I'm trying to convince her. And then uh, finally finished up, my neighbor had brought me this one uh, from Southern Tier, Lakeshore Fog um, by Southern Tier Brewing. Um, I'm not the biggest fan of Southern Tier's beers. Uh, I like their uh, Warlock. The truck a lot is great. Um, their dark beers I really enjoy. Their IPAs, eh, I don't know. I don't know if it's they missed the mark. Maybe I'm expecting something else. It's not something that Southern Tier has done on a consistent basis. So maybe, and you know, again, it's one of those. Maybe I got to try a few more of them and see how I feel. But my neighbor had tried this. He liked it a lot in a pinch. You know where he was upstate. Um, it was underwhelming for me. It was nice. I, I don't know if I would drink one of these over and over. There was a little bit of bite to it. It was okay on the haze, and I wasn't expecting like a hazy, juicy bomb. But I, I don't know. Like I, I find it. It almost seems like they're trying to make not just them, other breweries. They're trying to make a hazy, juicy bomb, and they kind of missed the mark on it. 
That's what I kind of feel. I, I think some breweries do these these hazy juice bombs really fantastic, and then I think some of them kind of just, you know what? They kind of miss the mark a little bit, which is a shame because you want to see all of these guys um, knock it out of the park. But what can you do? Folks, we are out of time. My thanks to everyone uh, involved in the program, including the beer samurai, my guest, Dave Shishan. Thank you very much, Dave, for jumping on. And, of course, last but not least, the great Buddy Watson. I'm back Monday on the Joe Piscopo Show at 6 a.m. This has been the Al Gattulo Craft Beer Cast on AM 970. The answer, cheers, everybody.